Ladies and gentlemen, it is your host, Antoine TV2, with my special friend and special guest, Justice. Hey, and you know what it is. WrestleMania! <laughs> WrestleMania 38 just passed. And honestly, it was the best WrestleMania these past few years, honestly. I got to give it to them. I, I have to agree. I, I They have been disappointing me with these pay-per-views like, for this season. But this definitely, WrestleMania definitely made up for it. For it definitely made up for every pay-per-view this past year, plus every few WrestleManias behind WrestleMania 38. Like, because uh, here's, here's the thing. Royal Rumble this year was not the move. Didn't that was probably one of the worst pay per views this entire season? Yet they made it work, and these matches were fucking spectacular. Honestly, honestly, and we're we're gonna go down each and every match, cover both night one and night two in one podcast. And I am excited to talk about every single match. Everybody did their thing. Night one was spectacular. It was basically way better than night two. Like it I was. Like, they should have like, switched night one, it. Night one was so good. Night two was almost as equally as good. That's how good WrestleMania 38 was. Honestly, like the build up for it was eh, but the actual deliver was actually spectacular. And honestly, there's some oh my g like OMG moments in there that I just I would just feel like watching WrestleMania 38 again. It, that's how good WrestleMania 38 is. No, but, I would too. Oh my god! But let's just get into this each and every match, starting with night one. Night one, we there was no kickoff show. Get thank God. Honestly. So. <laughs> so we opened them. We opened WrestleMania 38 with the Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boots for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. And obviously, you already know the Bloodline ain't losing, so the nah. Usos in the title. And obviously, like. I am sorry out there for Rick Boos. He did, you know, he, he has an injury, uh, injury with his knee. Hope, uh, like, uh, wish him a speedy recovery. But, um, I like, it's, it was obvious. Come on. It's just the Usos. It is. The even, even if the match wasn't kind of botched by the injury, Usos still would have retained. No matter what, the Usos were going we're, we're gonna, we're gonna to get that championship. It is, it, right. The Usos says, is basically. This this past year they have been the longest reigning SmackDown tag team champs. Literally, they've been honestly. Yeah, you hate to see it because some people hate them, some people love them. But the only honestly, people who actually had a chance of beating them at that was the New Day, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But but honestly, like like it was a two. It was basically a two on one match. Once I seen Rick Booz got injured during the match, and it was like an actual real injury, not no fake one. Uh, it became yeah, a it handicap was, match in that moment. That whole match was done for. I knew they were definitely retaining. But, like, 
I, I did like the match overall. It was a good opener, a good starter, a good way to warm up the crowd for the rest of the night. I did really like the match. Um, obviously, you, you already know, it's Uso Penitentiary anywhere they go. So mm-hmm. I, I love the Usos. I love what they be doing. Um, I know Justice was there the whole entire time. Watch, like, come on. It's, it's the Usos. Like, there's really nothing more to say. There really isn't. Like it's, no one, no one was surprised, and like even if people weren't exactly liking Roman Reigns, people still to this day will always love the Usos because of how they perform in that ring. Like honestly, that's that's all it is. That's all it really is. But like, congratulations for Usos getting the W. So, huh? I like. Who's who's next to face them? I don't. We don't know, but I know they're gonna be dominant. The next mm-hmm. person, the next people they beat, that's it's easy, easy work, easy work for them. Next nah, match, the, the only way they'll lose is if they surprise them with someone they don't expect. True, that is true. Which we don't know because they beat every single tag team on this, you know, on SmackDown. So, mm-hmm. hmm. that's all I. That's all I gotta say. But next next one is Drew McIntyre beating Happy Corbin. Honestly, this match to me, even though Drew McIntyre obviously was going to win, it, which he Duh. didn't win anyway, um, it was like this match was like, eh, honestly. Cause... Yeah, it was more of a, a leveler. Like, like the people still got, like, hyped during the Usos. But like at some, I, f- I feel like if, under my personal opinion, if like if you're trying to raise the level each time, I would have done Drew McIntyre a Happy Corbin first, and then done the Usos tag match, just based off the energy of the building. Like it definitely made it low. Like that match, unfortunately, was like the match of the night where people were like, "All right, this nothing's much happened. I can go get me a beer real quick and come back." I honestly like, and plus this rivalry, I wanted it to be over with. Honestly. This rivalry has gone on like a little bit way too long. I think like, it's officially over. It, it should be officially over by now. Like, Madcap Moss like, lost three times to Drew McIntyre. And, you know, now you have Happy Corbin try to get in the mix and try to steal the sword. Bad idea, by the way. Very and, bad idea. The best part and, of the match was Drew cutting that rope. That was That was a loud pop, though, with the rope, though. Oh, it was. I thought a gunshot went off. That shit terrified me in the stadium. <laughs> It's not even like I was close to it. Like, we all heard it, saw it, and that pop was loud. I felt bad for that the is, cameraman down there. That 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 basically tells you, don't don't mess with Mr. Claymore. Don't mess with him, honestly. Like, it was, it, to be honest, what made the match really good is Drew McIntyre kicking out of the end of days. And no wrestler has ever, ever kicked out the end out. of days. Nope. You saw the stress on Corbin's face, and I was like, "Damn." He was like, he was like, when he when he kicked out at the end of the days, he like he honestly thought that was it. Because usually when wrestlers kick out at the end of the days, it, it's done. The match is done. But nah, Drew McIntyre literally said, I, "I still got some fight left in me, bro. You ain't hitting me with this end of days." Yeah, my, but here's the thing: because we're wrestlers, of course, we're gonna talk while we're watching the match. But as we were watching, and he kicked out. Uh, one of my uh, teammates next to me was talking about how um, the Claymore kick 
was actually created by accident. And Drew was going for a normal, like, you know, stomp kick. Mm -hmm. And he tripped and fell and his other leg came up. And but it looked nice, so they told him to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Did and I was like, that. I love learning fun facts during the middle of these matches. Like I'm over here is saying, is Drew McIntyre pinned? Is he over? Is he gonna kick out? And I'm just hearing, did you know the Claymore was actually created on accident? Shut up, man. I watched the goddamn match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did not I did not know the it was made on accident. Now you learn something new every day. I know, right? Shit. All right, then. But overall, it was easy. We knew Drew McIntyre was getting that W. Mm -hmm. it's, well, it's Drew McIntyre. You it, know, it's a WrestleMania moment for Drew McIntyre and, you know, one in the books for him. And I'm glad that this feud is now completely over because no more. No now more. we can do more with Drew again because, honestly, he can do so much better. He, he started off with, like, him with Dolph Ziggler gave him better opportunities than this fucking WrestleMania match. Honestly. Honestly. But, and that's not just because I hate Corbin. I know a lot of people know I don't like I don't like Corbin whatsoever. But it's like, Corbin. Corbin's still, like he's still a good wrestler. He's good at what he does. He's a great heel. Like I will give credit where credit's due. I dislike him, which means he's doing his job very, very well. Um but Drew's Drew's level of athleticism, in my opinion, is so surpassed Corbin at this point, and they're not using that to their advantage. I mean, like honestly, I, part of me wish that <laughs> part of me wish that McIntyre was was Samoan, <laughs> so that he could join the bloodline. <laughs> but <laughs> we all know that's not gonna happen. Mm -mm. Um, it's not. Come on now. It's never gonna no, that's not gonna happen. The bloodline is is, is gonna stay family. It's the bloodline. Yeah. Uh it, but like we'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, honestly, we will. We will. So next match on the list, the Miz and Logan Paul versus the Mysterios. And honestly, I thought the Mysterios was gonna win this match, but no, it was the Miz and Logan Paul. Um, and you know what? You know what sucked? Like I saw, I saw a post on Instagram about his attire. This man looked like a whole fucking Pikachu. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I was making fun of his outfit too. Dude had. I said, "Why he out here looking like Bumblebee with these black and yellow pants and Paul on on in black letters on one of the yellow patches of the pants, trying to look like a NASCAR driver." Like, and on top of that, you wearing the the Pokemon card again, again? Come on, man! His favorite favorite thing. Now, I I have. Oh, I hate that I'm about to say this right now. Oh, I'm like physically sick on the inside. I have <laughs> to give Logan Paul credit. That match was a good ass match. Honestly, like, it was. I hate and to he say it, such, he had such great stage presence that I was low key like, can like I I need to see him come back on the night after WrestleMania, 
to continue this rivalry. Like, I, I didn't want it to stop. I was like, shit, I don't even like Logan Paul at all. I but, don't like, either. He did so freaking well. And also, you know what's also what made me mad? He basically took all of Eddie Guerrero's shit. That was about That's what made He basically was being Eddie Guerrero. That shimmy was terrible, by the way. Don't do that again. It was a very terrible shimmy. Literally, the crowd booed. He, he did a shimmy, and then a frog. The frog splash was good. The shimmy was terrible, though. The shimmy was very terrible. He when he stared at the camera and like like Loki like poked his tongue out. Every time he looked at the camera, the crowd booed. But there was this one section. Well, actually, there was two. There was one like to like the far left of me, and then like one below me to the right. And they were the only ones cheering for Logan Paul. I don't think his, his brother Jake Paul was in the crowd anyway, so... He was? Fuck Jake Paul. He Literally, was all of us mutually agree that if Logan Paul were to come to WWE, we would eventually be okay with it based off of how he performed in this match in so little time. Versus if Jake Paul tried to do that shit, we would completely disown him and WWE. But in, in my mind, I was also like, what is Dominic wearing to? I don't know. That's spe- they could have done better with their WrestleMania outfits. They all here's the thing. I know technically that like, sometimes the superstars don't have a choice on like what's picked for them to wear. Like depending, mm-hmm. like I know Bianca makes her own stuff. So, but like uh, these, they did them wrong. They like, did the Mysterio. I, I get like the Mysterios mm-hmm. look so bad in my opinion. Um, like like the- it felt like Dominic was supposed to be like. Almost like Cody, like uh, I, I, I he was trying to be. He was trying to be Cody, but it failed. Yeah, basically, it it threw me off. I was like, "And the mul- When did they start giving him that mullet? I don't. I don't know. It's this is like the shaves, like and like they didn't even put like a design on the side. That would have looked so much cooler if they were gonna give him a cut like that. They just like completely shaved the sides of his head and gave him like a mohawk mullet. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird, honestly. Um, and then you know the match. Like even though they won, the Miz turning on Logan Paul was actually kind of funny. Yeah, that was actually like, pretty good. Literally, that's as soon why... as it happened, and I said, "And that's how you turn Miz from a heel to a face." <laughs> honestly, honestly, like once they won, once I saw that head turn and him and being pissed off and shit, I'm like, "Oh yeah, he's definitely turning." into a face at this point. And then yep. skull crushing finale to, to Logan Paul. And now there's probably going to be a potential storyline between Logan Paul and The Miz. I'll t- honestly, with how well he performed, I'll take it. Like, as, I, I feel like I will always hate him personally. But that match was entertaining. And I would love to see similar matches like that again if he wants to give them. Like, honestly, I'll take a Bad Bunny and Logan Paul storyline at this point. Honestly, that's bad. I, was, I, was, I, was, I would rather see a celebrity than someone from the lower roster. Honestly, I, I love not to even see a it. celebrity and an influencer. <laughs> Real shit. But the next one, oh man, this one, Seth Rollins is match, and when when we're all in that stadium. And we're all wondering, you know, who's going to be? We were like, I hope it's not Shane McMahon. I hope it's not Yo, Goldberg. that wait was so fucking long. 
That way was too long, actually. But and I, then when we heard too long, we were sitting down. I was like, "Who the fuck is it gonna be?" Seth is standing. And then he's waiting. And then we waited. The, once everything was dark and we heard that American Nightmare theme, I'm like, "Yes, WWE finally did something right for once in their godforsaken lives." They did something right. The American Nightmare. Cody Rhodes is back in the WWE. And I I'm glad. I though, Seth Rollins did have a bomb-ass entrance. I'm like, yeah. Ooh, Seth Rollins did have a fire entrance. The American Nightmare Cody Rhodes had a fire-ass entrance. Mm-hmm. Came up, like, just, just looking clean as heaven. Man, Honestly. his Oh my god, that yo, that match. Oh my gosh! Also, like, even though I know it's his thing, that tattoo on his neck bothers me. Like it looks like it looks so cheap. No, it's this. It's it's the symbol of of the American Nightmare. Honestly, so I, I, get, the, I get that it's the symbol of the American Nightmare, but like, like the digital version of it looks better than his tattoo. I don't know who did his tattoo, but like. He need a suit. <laughs> you think it's that bad? It it I I don't, it's not the lining of it. Like the lining of it's pretty like down to the teeth, but the way they put in that color looks so bad. Mm. Like it almost merges together when it's supposed to be like you know defined. And I I don't know. It looks it looks cartoonish. Hmm. I mean, I like the tattoo, and then there's really nothing wrong with it to me. Mm-hmm. I fuck it just, with it. It, like. it just threw me off, but at the same time, it's his, it's his thing, it's his theme. It's so his it theme, and, I, and I'm glad that WWE doesn't own the rights to any of his shit no more. It's nope, all him. Now. He's a free agent. They don't own the rights for nothing, but like, um, but even though, like, I heard from uh, like a lot from the interviews and stuff like that. Um, he uh he signed a multi-year contract with WWE, so True. hope they don't. So also, yeah, hope they apparently don't. Apparently, the match up. was originally like, Seth Rollins was supposed to get an opponent, and Cody's return match was technically supposed to be against Edge. Hmm. Edge. Yeah. Why Edge? Because apparently of a rivalry in the past. Oh, so they were supposed to do like a like well like Edge was the one who like asked I guess asked him to come back, or asked him if he would be interested in coming back, mm-hmm. and like they were supposed to give them the matchup as like like I don't know whether best friends turn enemies something like that, um like you want to come back to WWE you got to go through your the guy who got you here, kind of thing. Oh was, okay. But, oh, like, okay. honestly, I kind of like that they went down the road of Seth Rollins. Yeah, I feel like Seth Rollins was a better fit than Edge, honestly. It definitely was. And then I, like, completely forgot about, like, Cody's match with the Shield. Where he, like, had, like, where he beat Seth. <laughs> like, um, so, like, they've had a rivalry before. Look, overall, that match lived up to expectations. It did. It, that was a good ass match. I honestly, I was sitting there on the edge of my seat because, like, most of the time I made, I was able to call like winners. That one mm-hmm. I could not fucking call. I was yeah, like, it's it, like it, it makes sense to make it Cody because you know it's his return. 
But at the same time, you never know what fucking WWE, and it's also freaking Seth Rollins. It is Seth Rollins. It is Seth freaking Rollins. Like, if Rollins would have landed his stomp, that shit would have been over. <laughs> like, but... like, overall, that, you know, the match lived up to his hype. It lived up to expectations. For returning Everything... matches, that was a damn good one, so... Like that was really one one of the good matches of night one. One of the good matches, honestly. But overall, I we already knew that Cody Rhodes was gonna get the dub. I knew that. Justice knew that. Everybody in that arena knew that. And and honestly, I want to see where WWE takes his whole you know new you know character wise to WWE. Honestly, because. Well, you know, they're, they're making him the daddy's boy, the 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 man coming to achieve his father's dream. Um, as well as if he does, right now he's face, but if he does eventually turn a heel, I definitely see a strong Charlotte Flair stereotype in his future. Well, I I strongly feel like a, a world champion in his future. Oh, definitely, hundred percent. And like honestly, Roman Reigns, he might be covered after your ass. So, uh, not yet, but eventually. Eventually, he though. Eventually. He will. I think. I think he'll, he will have some friends to help knock out those Usos a little bit. Uh, he'll probably he'll probably start he'll probably start at United States, then Intercontinental, then Tag Team, then. Let's have know, him win all the gold. We'll have him win all the gold first, and then prepare for Roman Reigns. Like, like have happens. him win the gold all at one time. Like, propose a match where he faces every single champion in the WWE and tries to collect as many titles as possible in one night. <laughs> it ain't WWE 2K, though. This is not 2K. <laughs> this is not 2K. Come on, now. You can't tell me that wouldn't be entertaining, though. I was like... That would be very entertaining, but I don't like, think it's them. Like, like, give off. him his own championship, right? And then make, like, a gauntlet match of champions. That'll Where he's the first man in the ring, and his goal is to beat every single champion and take their gold. That would be pretty good, though. But like, what would be? I think the stipulation would have to be though is, uh, you only are representing your original title, because mm-hmm. that would be kind of weird if like the last person came in, beat him, and then took like five titles home. Nah, man. Yeah. You keep you keep yours, and you get the one that was originally his. But he still got the other three from being, being like you know the other competitors kind of thing. Hmm. You can't tell me that wouldn't be entertaining as fuck. Now it wouldn't last a long time because <laughs> holding that many titles at one time is very dangerous. It is. <laughs> it's basically like Kenny Omega of AEW. Mm-hmm. Basically, what what she's saying. Yeah. Which mind but, you say, I didn't look at trying to buy myself a title belt while I was at WrestleMania. You know those you know, shits run to five hundred dollars. Uh yeah, especially if you get the world championship belt. And no, 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 that one's in the thousands. Well, no, well the WWE one, yes. The Universal Championship, no. Oh, fair enough. Uh but they also have like specific ones that say, you know, like WrestleMania with the Dallas with the Dallas symbol and stuff on it. And that one was like Five thousand. Wow. People are and 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 mind you, I'm seeing people walking around carrying like three titles minimum. 
one around their waist and two on their shoulders. That is about four months of my rent right there. <laughs> but look, if you if you honestly want a title, like just save up for one, honestly. Nah, bro, I'm gonna wrestle someone for it. I found out that there's some places in Dallas where fans will actually put their titles on the line and they'll wrestle for them. Oh shit, I gotta see that from you. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna find a place. Because the dude was talking about, like, they asked him, like, when did he buy his titles? And he said, well, I bought this one. Uh, but the Intercontinental one I had, I actually, it got sent to me because there was a guy who showed up and, like, his enigma was, like, Seth Rollins. That's who he was embodying. And he put his title on the line and I, I kicked his ass and I won the title. So he mailed it to me. <laughs> wow. I would love to do that. That's, it sounds so freaking awesome. And like basically, there's, there's a smaller version of that where they still put the tiles on the line, but they just play 2K. Like I, to be honest, like I would, I would definitely do that. that I would wrestle awesome. for, I would wrestle for the replica titles. Nah, basically, people did that on Mania, Mania the second night too, because my wrestling team, being crackheads on energy drinks, decided they wanted to wrestle in the parking lot. Um, and one guy, like he let us take a picture with his two titles, and then he walked around the corner. And he came back kind of beat up. And someone mm-hmm. said, what happened to your second title? And he said, I lost it. Because he put it on the line. One of his titles on the line. And, and he lost. So he, he, he bought two titles and he went home with one. <laughs> and the, you know what sucks, though? Because he had the World Championship and the Universal. And he lost the Universal. Damn. How do you... How do you use? <laughs> how do you lose the universal title? I, he he decided to fight for it. He he didn't know. <laughs> so so you yourself wanted to be an undisputed champion, and you lost the title. Yep. Honestly, like this, that that no, just, just mean, I was laughing too. I felt bad that I was laughing because he seemed kind of sad, but like. You're the one who put your title on the line, but that 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 stuff is five hundred dollars. If I'm buying that, I'm I'm not even wearing it. It's going in a glass case <laughs> somewhere in the place that I live as memoriam. I'm not touching that until the next following WrestleMania. <laughs> but you hate to see it, though. You definitely hate to see it. But really do. moving on. To the next topic. Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch for the Raw match champion. Beautiful freaking match, bro. That match was probably honestly, I will put my money and say that was one of the best of the night. Like that was definitely honestly the best of the night. That match right there. Honestly, like Bianca Belair retained. Like being your new raw women's champion, and on top of that, getting redemption, and on top of that, back to back WrestleMania wins two and no one. The first, her first WrestleMania win, SmackDown tag team title belt. Well, sorry, SmackDown, but like SmackDown women's championship belt, mm-hmm. WrestleMania 37 against Sasha Banks. Now, WrestleMania 38. Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch, Redemption Time, 
Yeah. And the commentators, you know, they're talking about, they're saying how neither of them really had the advantage that night. Both of them have wrestled at WrestleMania. Both of them have won at WrestleMania. So it really came down to, for this night, who was going to be the better competitor. And Bianca mm. came the fuck through. Right, I, I, let's, let's just talk about what, just the entrances for a second. Like, Becky Lynch, I don't even know what she came out with her with, with clothing-wise, but the entrance came out in a white caddy and just basically with the hair. I did like the hair. I'm not going to hold you. Gives me like a kind of like a rock star type. The amount of, the, the amount of oh, it's Haley Williams from Paramore jokes that I got that night because <laughs> she looks exactly like her. Um, were ridiculous. Um, I I like the hair, but that blush. Who was in charge of her makeup? Because her cheeks were so red, I was like, y'all trying to make her look like she in an anime. Honestly, but. I, I, I did I did like the um I really did like the uh the whole wardrobe for Becky Lynch. It was actually really good. It was really, really good. But Bianca Belair though pulling out the up band. With the the HBCU band on top of that. Mm-hmm. And they did not hold back either. They rocked that shit. Bruh, that whole thing, yo, that was that was crazy. I loved her entrance way better than Becky Lynch, honestly. That entrance from Bianca Belair was, oh my gosh. Her that entrance was, was definitely one of the, that, that one was probably the best of the night right there. Like, Rollins was pretty cool with, like, you know, the the kids singing and everything. But but that band did not hold back. They played their hearts out. The, them drum majors did what they had to do. And they, they rocked that. And her outfit because everyone knows Bianca makes her own outfits, but apparently a fan actually designed the outfit she wore, and she she f- just finished making it and wore it, so. Honestly, like, she's... To be honest, if she, if she, like, had another career, it would definitely be fashion. Oh, 100%. Honestly, I think she should start a fashion line while she's still with WWE. Does she? Because honestly... She she needs to because the some of those shirts at WrestleMania some of those like the the Austin shirt the Austin three sixteen shirt that they were selling I was like mm-hmm. I can make this at my local shirt shop and it looked uh, exactly the same probably not even that probably way better honestly it probably looked better I was like these are some cheaply made shirts. <laughs> Like they they were the cheapest shits I ever seen. Like I was like, how you, how you not even just the WrestleMania ones. How are you gonna take an actual superstar shirt and make it that basic? Like and, and the sh- like the WrestleMania shirts that were just like in general WrestleMania had the I was there on the back, and I was like, of course they know I was fucking there. Of course I'm gonna take pictures. <laughs> I'm gonna have video evidence. <laughs> I'm gonna buy your WrestleMania exclusive superstar gear that actually looks good, you know? Which I did buy me some gear. I got me a Rhea Ripley shirt. I got me Sasha Banks's the blueprint rings. I'm kind of okay. sad that they don't sell the legit boss ones anymore. Um and and I got me AJ Style gloves. Alright then. I would never expect you to get AJ Style gloves. 
I've always wanted the gloves. Oh. It, it's it's been since WWE. I thought I always thought the gloves looked cool, and I was I, I saw them in the corner of my eye and just grabbed them. Also because like you have to remember like the, the <laughs> everything's expensive with WWE as always. Um, everything I just named was the cheapest thing they had. The che- the cheapest shirts thirty five dollars. The legit boss rings fifteen dollars. The AJ Styles gloves twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my budget one hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, like over, like even though stuff is overpriced at WWE, I'm not gonna hold you. But that match, though, cheaply made. <laughs> but that match, though, honestly, bruh, Becky Lynch tried her hardest to make it like SummerSlam. She really honestly. did, and honestly, I was so scared for Bianca at certain points. I was like, is she gonna lose? Is Bianca gonna lose? I don't want her to lose. <laughs> She's tried so hard to just to make it. Yo, I'm, I want to do the same thing like, like, like SummerSlam and you know Chokeslam, and then oh, it's good that she kicked up, bro. That match was so good. It was so good, man. It I like. So I, I don't think there was any point where I wasn't watching the ring or the TV screen. Oh, like, that match was beautiful. That match was hella good. Now, so- I was worried that Becky was going to try to get herself disqualified when she was getting frustrated. It looked like, like she was going to go that route. It looks like she was going to go that route, though. I, I, I honestly thought she was. Like, I got worried. Like, I think there's one point where, like, she fell off the ring. And I was like, please don't grab a chair. Please don't grab a chair. Because, you know, like, if you get disqualified, you still retain. Yeah, honestly, and then when, when I know I know when um when she was trying to like kick her in the chest, I think it was. I think mm-hmm. she actually slipped, and then her heel hit her, the back of her heel hit her eye, which that yeah. wasn't really meant to happen. She got a black eye, but she still she rocked that black eye on Monday Night Raw though. And on Didn't top even of that, cover it up with makeup. Top of that, she still she still hit her finisher. On Becky Lynch with one eye, and still became Raw Women's Champion. How much? No, yo, that that match overall was so good. That build up to it was and really. Bianca a hundred percent deserved and earned that shit. Like honestly, that- the the match got to the point where it's like if either wrestler won. They 100% earned that shit because they pushed each other to their goddamn limits. Bro, they... That build-up for the match was so good. Honestly, anywhere, basically from Bianca Belair whipping whipping Becky Lynch with her hair to to uh, Becky Lynch basically, like, hitting her in the chair with, like, and, uh, hitting her throat with the chair, stomping it, like, stomping her throat with the chair on it. Then... After that, like Bianca Belair just cutting up her hair, like it's just back and forth jabs. That's like so so crucial to both of them. To the point, it's like they laid it all on the line on Saturday night, and Bianca Belair came out with the dub and the championship. Like, oh my god, that match. That match that was a main event. That was a main event match. Like honestly, what? I felt like they should have saved that till night two. 
That was one of the main event matches. Because there was three. There was three main event matches, but that, like I understood they wanted to make night two, you know, about Lesnar and Roman. But like one of those like that that match should have been the last match of the night. Like, oh my gosh. But I overall uh like I love Bianca Belair with passion. And I'm like, and definitely, I you know I love to see where this reign takes her. I am glad she's done with uh, Becky Lynch now. I mean, this this feud may probably spark up again later on in the future, but honestly, like so. right for right now, it is over, and she is renewed Raw Women's Champion, and she is, and that is why she is called the EST of WWE. Mhm. Next match on that card as well too. This match was for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I was pissed as fuck. Save that match Charlotte, was bullshit. <laughs> Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Championship and. The cheating way possible, she retained the title. Like this of, of, of all of all times to pull the fucking the ref gets hit, can't see anything, can't see the tap, and like you know misses all of it. Like honestly, if I was, <laughs> I wish I was around in that moment because I would have just held that fucking arm bar until the ref got up. I would have just snapped her arm because. Um. Uh, and then, like, uh, like someone, my, someone tried to tell me, well, like, it's technically, you know, Ronda's fault because she did kick Charlotte, which is why she had the ref. I'm like, well, the ref is usually supposed to know better than to be in the way of these things. And even then, Charlotte fucking tapped. Here's the thing. Ronda, Ronda got the pin. And the ref redacted it. <laughs> Then she got the tap, and the ref didn't see it. (laughs) And then Charlotte just capitalizes. It's fucking bullshit! (laughs) Charlotte lost that match twice before she won it. It's honestly bullshit because he basically, she got got the one, two, three, then the ref called it off. Then after that, you know... Like Charlotte Flair purposely speared the ref, not accidentally, purposely speared the ref, and then after, and then, and then when her her arm, when she when she put Charlotte Flair in the armbar, she quickly tapped. She tapped quick as hell. The ref was down, and then Ronda was trying to get the ref up, and then, like. You lose to a boot in the face? Bullshit. How do you lose? How do you? How do you? Okay. How do you return to the WWE, win the Royal Rumble, have an end buildup, and then you lose to a boot in the face? Because WWE is stupid as fuck. <laughs> that does not make any sense. 
It makes you no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. We were just saying, like, Rhonda, give up on Charlotte. We're going to keep her the queen for right now. Um, Well, you need to worry about which. <laughs> I don't see wrestlers be freaking knowing everything. Because another thing I learned during this match randomly while, while I was watching with my teammates is that apparently WWE signed a contract with the one and the only Chris Cyborg. And apparently her debut is supposed to be SummerSlam. Oh boy. Now again, these are these are rumors, so it may not be. I know currently she's holding a championship with mixed martial arts. So it could just be a rumor. But at the same time, it's supposed to build up to a Ronda Rousey versus Chris Cyborg Hell in a Cell match. Oh my gosh. Now you're saying, mind you, the match was good. The WrestleMania match. The match, Even though okay. it, wore, it match. really pissed me off, but it was a good match. Okay, I gave it the. Even though we hate Charlotte with a passion, the match was actually pretty good. I'm not going to hold you. They fought with the best passion out there. But you can tell from the crowd they hated the shit anyway during the whole match. This is the one time I've seen an entire WWE crowd wanting Ronda Rousey to win. Like (laughs) this was, and them being royally upset that she lost because so many people were so like upset about her coming back. But like this, this changed the two. It's funny, even though it was a good match, it's just also easily the worst match on the list as well, too. Oh, definitely. Just because of the result, even though what was happening during the match, well, most of most of what was happening during the match was absolutely phenomenal. That result killed us, burned yeah, us it, out. The fuck off! It, that, like that, that ending basically told every WWE superstar, "Fuck off, go home and cry about it." <laughs> Honestly, I know you're trying to beat your father's title reign. Which she's actually very close. I didn't really I need, her to, I need I need her to lose it one day before. Just like I know she's very close from some from what to, somebody told me that she's a she has fifteen uh she has she's a fifteen title she's a fifteen time world champion. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, What? That can't be right and the actual title is like, yeah, she's a fifteen time world champion. I'm like, wow. Yeah. She's also like what, forty two? Forty-three, yeah, like forty-two. Yeah, she, she, she's going on so she can't no more. So, which most of you know WWE does. Yeah, basically, especially the men's. You know how long they've been using Taker. Which True. someone did. Someone did ask in the panel for Undertaker on Monday, uh, if he would like if like a dream match just showed up, like would he like come out of retirement or is this like indefinitely going to be? Like it for him. He's not. He's not going back in the ring, and he said, "Well, you know, it's WWE, so you can never say never." But I do not foresee myself going back into the ring for any reason. He said, it's in, "He said it's in my heart. It's right." He said, "It's right here." He said, and "I have the mentality for it, but uh, the vessel that I am in will no longer allow me to do the things that I used to be able to do." Huh. <laughs> and I was like, "Fair enough." He's just he, he's gotten up there. Let the man rest in peace, people. 
literally this time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, um, but look, overall, one of the worst match on the list, but also one of the best matches. Still, it, it's 50-50 at this point. Um, yeah. I don't... Good yeah, for but, performance, bad for quality. Honestly, we just we we'll see what happens when when SmackDown comes. Honestly, that's that's all I gotta say after that. Fingers okay. crossed. Oh boy! But last match of night one, which well, segment turned into a match. Kevin Owens in mm-hmm. salty Dallas, Texas again. Like always. <laughs> and then that glass break, that glass shatter, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out on his quad, on his quad bike, around the ring, comes come, comes in the ring, Kevin Owens still insulting the man and Texas, and then challenge him to a no-holds-barred match. On the thinking, spot, really thinking he was gonna win because he's like, he said, My Kevin Jones, like, my back is a little bit injured, but I'm pretty sure I can pull through. And you know, your knees aren't the best, and your back isn't the best, so I don't think you're the greatest anymore. Dude, really said, I'm gonna pick a fight with a man that I think is disabled <laughs> and won't be able to fight me, and I'm gonna win, and people are gonna see me destroy a legend. Who did he think he was, Randy Orton? No, you're not. You're not the legend killer. You're nowhere near the legend killer, honestly. Like, come on, that match was also. To be honest, that was one of the best endings of WrestleMania. That was a pretty awesome ending. Uh, when the cops came out, we were all like so convinced it was for Stone Cold because he got too drunk. <laughs> no, it was for Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Stone Cold won that match. Oh my god, it, I like I liked it because I to for him to charge up, he just. The crowd just kept on chucking in beers. <laughs> yep. He just did like, let me fill up. Like, ah, ah. <laughs> Bruh has so many beers. Probably drinking like so two ounces of beers. it. Like this, just to keep the man going, he just kept giving him beers. Honestly. Oh my God. And they, and then it was so good. They, they fought outside the ring. They fought at the commentator's desk. They fought in the crowd. Like, Back in the ring. That match was so good. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, like... I would have paid to be one of those fans in the audience. Like, in the bottom part of the audience, not the the, the sweet part. Oh, not the top. You wish you were were there? You wish that you were at the bottom part? I want ringside. But you know how expensive those tickets are? Especially for that match. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're looking at the ringside tickets for WrestleMania, bro. It was like forty-seven k. I was like, I could get me a car and put a down payment on a house, like forty-seven <laughs> k for a ringside seat. That yeah, so that money is money. God damn. That was for the early tickets, though, right? So of course you know, like the night before and the night of, like those ticket prices drop, but it was only to like two thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! I don't know them people's pockets be hurting now. Mm-hmm. And the fact that some of them had the audacity to start leaving early at some point, I was like, how are you going to spend that much money on tickets to leave early? Don't worry about traffic, just wait late. Bro, just, it's, 
Oh my god. Dude, that match overall was so 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 good. It so really good. was. I liked it when Kevin Owens was trying to like like trying to ride his quad and he was trying to like trying to start it and then he beat him and then he beat him and he was riding up <laughs> riding <laughs> riding up to the WrestleMania side. Whoop this man's ass. <laughs> Like I saw him get on it. I was like, he's not gonna be able to drive this off. He doesn't know how it works. And and so I was like, yeah, man, you're Canadian. You don't know how that works from behind me. Crap was so funny, man. That was so funny. Then this man literally threw Kevin Owens down the ramp. Dude just rolled. Kept rolling. They kept rolling. Just kept rolling down the ramp, and then finished off with a stunner. One, two, three, with the pin. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful ending. And also a beautiful ending because Kevin Owens got handcuffed and walked out the arena. And that is the only way, honestly, to end night one. <laughs> what a and drunk fist fight. Was hella good. Oh my god. Like Woo! Like I was it was so good. I was like, can night two Live up to the hype of night one. The answer is no. Yes, it was. But it definitely tried. Yes and no. Some of it yes, some of it no. It was it was still good. It was it was still good overall. I fuck with it heavy. Like honestly, night night two came close to night one, but it it was still missing some oomph, but it it was still pretty good overall. I still mess. I still mess with it though. But moving on to night two of WrestleMania, starting well, first like starting with you know a little bit of you know Triple H. He is now completely retired from the WWE in ring wrestling. Laid his boots on the ground and yeah, just called it. Yeah, called it done. And I'm glad. At WrestleMania, they give they gave him a good you know a good way to end off his career. Cause in the, in the Thunderdome or the Performance Center, I don't know what the fuck was that two years ago. That's that was <laughs> shitty. Like I'm glad this time they gave him a good send off, and you know this this man like gave us a lot. Through, through the attitude era, the ruthless aggression era, like this this man is a fourteen time world champion. Oh my god, Degeneration X. You know, oh my god, it's everything. Just every like everything with him is was so so good, and I fucked with every every moment of Triple H. I loved him when he wrestled against, you know, his own partner, HBK. I loved when he wrestled against Undertaker. Like, those, I loved when he wrestled against Roman Reigns for the title at a Royal Rumble match. Like, Triple H is obviously one of the greats. He will always be one of the greats. Alongside with HBK, alongside with Ric Flair, Batista, all of them. And I'm just happy that they gave him a proper send-off. And, you know, just hang, like, 
put his boots in the middle of the ring along with the mic and said, thank you for everything that you gave me, the opportunities, and basically for the fans and, you know, just make it not only making him happy, but also making the fans happy and a proper goodbye, goodbye to his in-ring in wrestling. So that's, that's really all I got to say about that, though. But moving on to night two matches, um, the opener match, the Raw Tag Team title match, triple threat, the RK Bro, Street Profits, and Alpha Academy, where RK Bro obviously was going to retain them titles. Honestly. Yep. Like, I gave it to RK Bro from the start. Like, I've, I always have faith in RK Bro. I had no doubt going into that match. Even if they managed to keep Randy Orton out for most of it, I was like, I think Riddle can hold his own. He's always been able to hold his own. Like, was I a little bit worried? Like, at this point, I was just happy if it wasn't Alpha Academy that won. Like, I would fully support the Street Profits. Yeah, it but, was for it was either gonna be Street Profits or RK, bro. I didn't want the Alpha Academy to win. Screw the Alpha Academy. Fuck <laughs> Alpha Academy at that point. I don't like him. Otis, fuck you, trash. Oh, <laughs> the fact that I used to love. I do but, still you love. Know, things haven't been the same since Heavy Machinery. Or Mandy Rose. Or Mandy Rose. I think that, he misses that, the girl of his dreams. I mean, uh, he probably doesn't, honestly, with this whole new probably gimmick. Probably not. He probably, probably just misses steak. No, I'm kidding. Dude, no. wasn't that but that thing? Like, like, machinery I mean, steak to work it out? <laughs> well, but honestly, what made like also the match way better, Riddle did an RKO from the top rope with Montez Ford selling the fuck out of it and making it a good selling. Mm-hmm. And man, Randy Orton man, has taught him well. Man came out of nowhere. Arcade Oda, that was a moment, a OMG moment. And definitely, oh, definitely. when and when Chad Gable tried to did that moonsault, and then Randy Orton came out of nowhere with that RKO. One, two, three. That two that two RKOs was the best, was the best of that night, honestly. I have to agree that that honestly, but I feel like that, that match should have been later on. Honestly, because that that was such a good freaking match, man. And then uh, like that, one that, of my favorite things was, is that um at the Taker that, panel, oh uh, someone God. asked Taker about like his feelings about Randy Orton and like when Randy Orton started out like really young and stuff like that. And uh, do they think they uh, I guess like beat the jerk out of him? enough to for what he is now and Taker was like you you trying to get me jumped but uh, <laughs> he, he basically was saying how um he's actually pretty proud of Randy especially with what he's doing with Riddle because it's very similar to what they were doing with him uh when it comes to nurturing the younger the younger wrestlers into the into the arena so he's hoping that Randy uh keeps it up with Riddle as long as possible Honestly, uh, I hope too, because not not only did they not only did they win, 
but like the street profits gave them major respect after that. And I, you like, and this, that's like the stuff I like, I do really like to see. Yeah, the respect do, afterwards. I respect that. And then Chad, like, and then what, and then, uh, not Chad, like Gable Stevenson, um, came in and like, cause you know, he's going to be, you know, be the on Monday. I think it is. So, you know, we're, we're going to see, we're going to see what WWE does with him. And yep. when they're Randy's show. face, oh my god! Honestly, I just need—I need to say pictures of Randy's face during that moment too, of like when <laughs> when Chad uh, Chad Gable pushed him. Uh, on top of that, smacked the cup out his hand. I'm like, oh boy, you just you just fucked up. Yeah, now. and, and <laughs> like like you saw Randy's face and Riddle's face and like the street profits. They said, I'm just gonna I'm gonna step out real quick, and they just like, exited the ring and stood to the side. You better handle that. Like, I've never laughed so hard at Randy Orton's expressions. Because, like, it's usually him that pulls that shit in the ring. <laughs> Honestly, he was like, you better handle that. Like, and everyone then... was, like, so, like, hell-bent on, like, yeah, Riddle and and, and, and him are going to lose. And then Randy's going to stab Riddle in the back, you know, on Monday night. And I was like, that may eventually happen, but I don't need it to happen now. <laughs> Honestly, like, like, I like, oh my gosh! But you know, you know, what made it funny is like, Gable really thought he could shush Stevenson. Come on now, come on, Gable. I really like that that belly to belly. That was actually pretty good. It was a good ass belly to belly. Dude launched him. You know, that's basically like a little teaser of what we're gonna see from from um Stevenson. Gable. Oh yeah, they're both Gable. Wait, shit. Are they both Gable? His first name Gable. Yeah. So oh, it's Gable Stevenson, and then it's Chad Gable. So first yeah. name, last name. But like, I'm used to calling Chad Gable Gable, uh, Gable Stevenson Gable. No, you're gonna have to say just Stevenson. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say Stevenson. I'm gonna just say Chad and Stevenson. <laughs> Switch it. Yeah. Just, just say the first it. name of the other one. And <laughs> the last. Say their full names. <laughs> it, it, like obviously, like obviously, when I when I saw that, I'm like, that's definitely going to be his first opponent. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is definitely going to be his the, first opponent when he comes. The All American uh, Wrestler versus the All American Wrestler. Yeah, who's the best Olympian? Mm-hmm. That's definitely going to be his first opponent when he gets there. Honestly, so. Also, uh, my mind didn't fully process that they made the shush a part of their intro. Probably not. No, like, for, for Chad Gable, the shush is a part of their intro now. My mind didn't process that. Like, the shush, shush, please, and then they play the music. Hmm. Did you not notice that? I did not notice that. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention, honestly. It threw I, me I, off at WrestleMania because the, the shush is auto tuned, so hmm. it, so it sounds like singing. So it's like shush, shush, please. And like, I I did not know that was their new uh, part of their new theme, the theme song. So I did I didn't I didn't know I did honestly didn't know. I think they recently added it, but it's it's annoying, but at the same time smart. It's very smart, mm-hmm. and it 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 could it could have just left. 
It could have. I hate the Alpha Academy, but like, I think that's. I the hate point. Alpha Academy fashion. I do. It, 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 WWE, we, we want by hating the ones they want us to hate. I'm gonna start it, liking the ones they want us to hate. I overall, that was a good opener to the match, and I and I fucked with it heavy. I did. It was, it it was a good, it was a good opener. And then after that, we got Bobby Lashley versus almost. Where Lashley did that shit. He did, honestly. He like him coming out of the face, basically saying, basically saying, like, almost basically saying, you know, I could be anybody in this company who like bring it on. And Bobby Lashley proved himself like he's bigger and badder in this company too. Well, maybe we're, so there was um one of the people that were with us at WrestleMania. She's not like that big in wrestling, so. When she was looking at um, when she was looking at them in the ring, she goes, "Why is that dude like almost two feet taller than the little guy?" And I was like, "Here's the thing. I understand that he's the little guy on the mat, but Bobby Lashley is no little guy. Whatsoever. He is not a little guy. He and, is." And she goes like, "Seriously?" And like the guy she was with was like, "Yeah, he's like six four. She's a. And she looked at him. And she goes, "That six four? Then who's the other dude?" <laughs> it almost is like what seven feet. He's, yeah, he's 7'4". Yeah, he's 7'4", so not that far off from him, honestly. Like, like not again, Lashley's not small. Lashley's considered one of the big guys. Yeah, he is currently, yeah, he was considered one of the big guys. He's not, he's not a cruiserweight. He is a heavyweight. He's definitely a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. That All that muscle, dude's definitely a heavyweight. He's yeah, not filled he, with hot air. Like this man, this man keep the, the keep his physique very good. It's a lot of training and a lot of eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably a couple of steroids, but you know. Actually, he didn't. He doesn't take steroids. No way in hell he doesn't take steroids. He doesn't take steroids. Nah, some. So, so I, I'm taking a nutrition class. Some of those muscles you can't get unless you shoot up a little bit. Nah, he doesn't take steroids. Probably younger him. Maybe, but him now? No, he doesn't. Fair enough. Like, I need his workout regimen. <laughs> like, honestly, and then, you know, obviously, probably last again, Dub, this man proved himself why he's, he's basically, don't matter, he does, he said, he doesn't matter if you're shorter than me, doesn't matter if you're faster than me, bigger than me, quicker than me, I can whoop your ass either way. And that's what he did that night. I was like, honestly, like, I thought it was like, you know, I mean, he had a little bit of a lower back injury because of how almost was squeezing his, squeezing his lower back. And then his, and then the back of his head did hit the pole, did like kind of hit the pole. So overall, even though his head was probably hurting, the, the man still came on top with a spear, pinning him one, two, three, getting the dub, and, Honestly, I'm glad it wasn't like a squash match with uh with almost because every time almost you know goes against somebody, it's always like a little guy. Honestly, it's always like a cruiserweight or just a skinny person. Not really real competition. Commander Aziz was probably like the next one that I also had was probably like near real competition, but it was because of the height, not because of his you know his strength. Because Commander Aziz's strength is kind of weak against uh, almost, and 
still fucking pinned his ass and basically threw him around like a rag doll. And almost like and then not almost, but um Bobby Lash was like the only real challenge that I almost really had. And I I did I did fuck with it heavy. And you know, it, it does suck because it like even though he did came up with the win, like I don't know where they're gonna do Bobby Lashley with the whole him getting the title back. I don't know. Um he showed up, he showed up being babyface now, which I'm not mad about. Like I'm happy that, you know, they put him babyface for that match, but I'm just kinda like concerned or like kind of confused what they're gonna do with him and um the whole WWE championship title reign. Again, I don't know if they're going to give him another shot or if he's going to go after Roman Reigns. I, I really don't know, but I hope that he gets another title shot and, you know, probably go over again from a range for the, to be undisputed champion. Like that's, that's my thoughts about it. You know, uh, overall, like I, I, you know, I fuck with heavy, um, but like it was, it was also, it was also good, you know, match to, to make the crowd hype and you know I was it was there it was good it was good I liked it like I fucked with it I did fuck with it the next one though um it was the fatal four way match for the women's tag team championship Sasa Banks and Naomi Raya Ripley and Liv Morgan Shayna Baszler and Natalia and Queens Queens Lena and Carmella. And I called it from the start. Naomi and Sasha Banks becoming the new women's tag team champions. Like honest, I called that from the start. I mean, yeah, I wanted, I wanted, yeah, I wanted like Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan to win because you know that tag team recently has been spiking up a lot of fans and them two in the ring, a lot of good chemistry. Same thing goes with Sasha and Naomi. Like, I don't really care about Baszler and Natalia too much. Bas- like, Natalia's kind of basically like a Nia Jax backup, if you think about it, because, you know, Nia Jax is no longer in the WWE, so where they had to put her with? Natalia. So that's probably like the closest, you know, person they, they have which you know with Shayna Baszler and then Queen Queen Zelina and you know Carmella they're already cocky anyway so I don't really like them too much. I mean plus she she's kind of forgotten about as a queen. Not she's not really talk like they don't really talk about her, you know, her being a queen all that much. She just flaunts like the the crown and the staff and I just I just don't really like to see it overall. Um I I I don't really like Carmella either. Her now, like from her back, you know, way back when, like it's her being basically like glamorous, like uh, female, um, basically always just caring about her face, all, all bloody 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 bleed, um, whole thing with her husband Corey, well her boyfriend Corey and shit. Like it's it's just it's like them two is kind of lackluster to me, like. Zelina and Carmella are both lackluster. I, I really don't like it. I really don't. Um, but overall, the match the match was decent. It wasn't 
bad, but it wasn't good, honestly. Like, there is some moments in there that was like, this is like, you know, I don't, I don't like, I don't, I don't feel like watching it because it's kind of like boring, but it was decent. Ryan, I thought, I'm not going to hold you, I thought Ryan Ripley and Liv Morgan was, was going to come out with a dub, but obviously Naomi and Sasha Banks, they stole it and they got the W. If, if it was not going to be Naomi and, Naomi and Sasha, it was definitely going to be Ryan Ripley and Liv Morgan, honestly. Like that was too easy to for you know for them not to not to be uh either one of them two two teams because they're like you know they're them four is like the most popular out right now like honestly like Naomi it's it's been a long ass time since she won a title last time she won a title was the SmackDown Women's Championship back in 2017 that was a long ass way like what five what what six years later like ish six years later i think what 27 2020 2021 was four but okay so yeah five years later five years later is when you know got the next her next championship which was a little bit way too long for for that to happen honestly um and then sasha banks the last time she won a title was obviously WrestleMania 37. Well, not re- well, not rest. Well, I won't say when last time she held one was WrestleMania 37 against you know Bianca Belair. Um, but overall, like it's I'm glad to see Naomi not only have a title again, but to be partner with the boss, um, Sasha Banks, and you know seeing not. Not only seeing, you know, Naomi a good, but you know, basically a good um, tag team champion. Sasha Banks is now a three-time women's tag team champion as well, too. So she, you know, she had she had quite a runs with a lot with with the belts. So you know, she she was Raw Women's Champion. She was uh she was she's I think she's a two. I think she's a two-time. I think yeah, she's a, she. I think she's a two-time Raw Women's Champion. I think she's a one-time SmackDown Women's Champion. I could be wrong about the SmackDown Women's Champion. I don't know how how much time she won it, and now she's a three-time uh, Women's Tag Team Champion. So, like, I like black excellence, blacks, black you know wrestlers winning titles. I love to see it. Um, yeah, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan did come up short. They will win the title sooner or later. Uh, Ripley will become a, a two-time women's tag team champion, and Liv will actually win her first ever title, which, you know, I'll, I'll really love to see it. But overall, congrats to Naomi and Sasha for taking home that, the dub, and also taking home the titles. At WrestleMania. After that, you got Edge and AJ Styles. And Edge getting the dub over AJ Styles. Honestly, it was like 50-50 for me. Because, like, with whole thing with 
A like AJ Styles and the build up with Edge. Like honestly, I thought AJ Styles was gonna get a dub over Edge because if AJ Styles did get a dub over Edge, that would be one of his biggest, you know, career mat like match like match wins of you know of all time. Honestly, getting getting one over the rated R superstar, you know, uh, like what I think was a uh a, a Hall of Famer on top of that, he won has he won many, many you know, world championship matches and type like, come on now. It's if, if AJ got that win, like I'll be not only shocked, but I'll also be happy because he got a win over a hall of famer and a, a world champion on top of that. So, but like with whole thing with their match, with, like it was really good. Honestly, like another one, like like of match two, sorry, of night two, like that was another good match, a very good match too. Um, on top of it, like I really fucked with everything. Like this man was throwing so much, so much at edge. Like did the phenomenal forearm. Like this man. Did the Styles clash that couldn't put him away, and what made what made me kind of like throw me off was Damian Priest coming out and watching Edge and watching a and watching AJ Styles. Obviously, AJ Styles getting distracted, and then you know Edge speared him in midair, pinning him for the one, two, three, and Damian Priest just looking on, and I'm like. Is is this supposed to be like some type of like new rivalry, a new storyline? And then Damon Freeze came and looked looked at Edge, and they both laughed. And I I like when I looked, I'm like, okay, the, I if this is either gonna be like a tag team, like a, like a new tag team, or basically kind of like the Messiah, but a little bit different in a way. Because, I mean, yeah, the whole thing was like when Seth Rollins did the whole Messiah, like the Messiah gimmick and had, you know, Buddy Murphy and all that and like AOP. And now Edge is kind of doing something like a little bit similar to that. And now Damien's Priest is involved. Honestly, Edge and Damian Priest, I really like that, like that combo. That combo was really good. Like, I don't, I don't hate that combo at all. Will it be a potential tag team? I don't know. But the way they're going about it right now, it's pretty dope. So, I don't know if it's, you know, like I said, something to do kind of like a, like kind of similar to the Messiah with, with, with Seth Rollins, but. Overall, I am curious of what they do with both Damon Priest and Edge. Honestly, I I would really like to see. It. And plus, the way Damon Priest is now with the whole heel, with him being a heel, it's working out for him really good. Like I don't know if they're gonna put him back with the United States title match, but if they do and they you know stick with this type of Damon Priest, this like. 
His his second reign with the United States title would be very good, honestly. No, no cap. But overall, I fuck with the match. Uh, and Ed, and Edge getting that dumb. It's it's just it just makes me like it just makes me think what what WWE has in store for Edge now with the whole new gimmick of him. So like I love to see it. I honestly do love to see it. But uh next like next match um that I really messed with was Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn and anything goes match and Johnny Knoxville get the dub. Honestly, this is basically like when when he had like anything goes match, I was like, yeah, he's gonna bring out the jackass. Like, come on, anything goes match. This is jackass. It was really entertaining, honestly. This was like one of the entertaining, also entertaining matches of the night. I really messed with it heavy. Like heavy, heavy. Like this is basically like if if WWE was in Jackass movie. That's how it was. And obviously they did not disappoint. I mean, yeah, Sami Zayn was controlling over the whole entire match, but there were some funny points with Johnny Knoxville did that was pretty funny. Like this man had the fire extinguisher. This man had um his homies coming out and finding Sami Zayn. Like we had. I think, like, Sami Zayn was also put through a mousetrap table. Like, this man had um had a stop sign, like, hit on his back. It was, like, a really funny, entertaining match to see, honestly. I really fuck with Heavy. Like, it was really, really good, too. Um, like, and also what made the, the match even better, Wee Man. Wee Man came out and was whooping Sami Zayn's ass. Whooping his ass, like like kick punch jab, all that stuff. Like chase this man into the ring, and then this man picked him up and then body slammed Sami Zayn on the match. And I'm like, like make make like like make Wee Man a wrestler just for one day. It would it would be so funny and so entertaining just to watch Wee Man fight like a wrestler, like. Honestly, like if he fighted Sam, if he fought Sami Zayn again, that would be f- hella funny. But imagine if they actually run like, like for a minute. Imagine if it was Wee Man versus Hornswoggle. That match would be so funny. It's not like it's. It would be so crazy. Like the funny, hilarious Hornswoggle versus Wee Man of Jackass. Like just just think about that for a second. That would be the most hilarious match, honestly. Like, oh my gosh. And then this man getting hit with the nuts. And then that that was hilarious on its own. And then when after that, this man brought like a, a brought out a huge mouse trap. That was so funny. A huge ass mouse trap to trap Sami Zayn so Johnny Nacho can get the dub and pin him one two three like i am like this build-up was actually pretty good honestly it was not like it was probably like some moments was kind of a little bit like lackluster not too much boring but 
you know, not too much taken away from the whole rivalry, but it was still a good rivalry overall. I did like that match. I did fuck with it heavy. Uh, it was easily one of the entertaining matches and the most funniest match of the night. Like, <laughs> I, I really liked that. I really liked that. And plus, the whole thing when, like, Sami Zayn also ran into, like, the huge-ass hand in, in the, you know, from the Jackass franchise, like, like, come on. That, like, you, like, if you, if there's Johnny Knoxville, you can't forget about the huge-ass hand slap in the face. Like, come on now. But I love the match overall. Johnny, Johnny Knoxville getting the dub in the Anything Goes match. So, and after that, they had, they had the audacity and also funny to leave him in the ring after, after, um, after he got pinned and not helping him out, he was like, so, so you're just going to leave me in here? Really? You're just going to leave me in here? Just not going to get me out of this, like, mousetrap? Like, honestly, it, it was funny. It was very, very funny, and I fuck with it heavy. I do. Oh, my gosh. When So next one of the night, honestly, um... It was a squash match. Yes, this one was a it was a squash match. So Sheamus and Rich Holland with Butch. I you know, I don't even want to call him Butch. I honestly hate the gimmick. Butch, like it's like I don't I don't like the whole gimmick. It it's it's Pete Dunn. We're we're gonna call him Pete Dunn. Um and with you know going against Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Um, it was a squash match, honestly. Like, they had no time, obviously, because with the New Day, it was cut from night one because of how long the matches was on night one. So they kind of cut it and put it in night two. Honestly, this match should have been, like, the kickoff match for night, for night two, honestly, to open up the, you know, to open up the, uh, the whole WrestleMania for night two. Um, but it sucked because it was a squash match, and it, and I kind of knew it was over when Sheamus and Rich Holland jumped, jumped them. But I'm glad that they paid uh, that uh, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods um, paid tribute to Big E wearing the um, you know, the outfit that he pinned uh, Bobby Lashley in. I I did fuck with that. But it was it was over as soon as it started. Like, come on, like the cheap shots, everything like that. Like, and then and then Butch or Pete Dunn, I don't know what the fuck he was on. This man just kept on, you know, doing some bullshit. Like, kept on interfering with the match. Sheamus and had to like calm this man down. Like the the whole match was bad. Like it was terrible. Obviously, easiest the one like easily one of the worst matches of the. Like, I don't even call it a match because it was definitely a squash match, but it was easily one of the worst matches uh, on the card and of the night, honestly. Like, it was it was pretty bad. This this whole match, honestly, this whole, whole rivalry could have ended on SmackDown, honestly. Like, I feel like night two would be way better without that whole entire match. It was It was very, very bad, honestly. There's really not much to say about it either because not only that... Like Pete Dunn was being a dick and trying to still trying to whoop their ass, even though the match is clearly over. Like, 
I don't know what this man was on, honestly. I don't know, like, if he was pissed because they got cut or what, but it was it was really a pretty bad it was a pretty bad match. It was it was a pretty bad card. Like this this card could have definitely probably been on like SmackDown or could have ended on SmackDown. It would probably way be way better on SmackDown than on the WrestleMania card. It was like one of the matches that we really didn't need, honestly. Like we really didn't need this match or even watch it because I because nobody cared for it. And the whole the whole crowd was like either on their phone or talking to their friends or just, you know, playing a game on their phone, not really caring about the match. Like, no one really cared about the match. No one was really entertained about the match at, at all. Like, it was, it was, like, so lackluster. It, it was terrible, honestly. So, like, I mean, yeah, so, yeah, Seamus and Rich Holland picked up the dub. Like I said, it was a squash match. No one really cared about it too much. So, that's all I really got to say about this one, honestly. But moving on to the last match of, of night two and of WrestleMania 38. You have the WWE champion, Brock Lesnar, versus the Universal champion, the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. Winner take all unification match. And Roman Reigns came out with the W. And obviously, even though this is like one of the best talked about matches and the the buildup was really, really good, the match alone, even though it was good, it was also lackluster. It was kind of a little kind of a little bit of the worst uh main event matches on on the card, honestly. I, I gotta give it to you. It's it's it was even though the match was good enough, the ending is what made it lackluster. That's that's why you know it was. I did really like it, but it just the ending was just not there. It just wasn't there. Like in the beginning, like this man, obviously with you know going against Brock Lesnar, with with the heel you want with a heel you want to see a clean you know a clean match like him beating his opponent clean, but. With Roman Reigns, he had to cheat, had to hit the man with the title. You know, obviously this man, you know, tried to th uh, throw Brock Lesnar the referee. He stopped himself, turned around. Brock Lesnar speared Brock. Uh, sorry, sorry, not Brock Lesnar. Roman Reigns speared Brock Lesnar um, into the ref. The ref was down and out. Honestly, then this man had to had to cheat. To um to pin Brock Lesnar, and even though he hit him with the title, Brock Lesnar still like uh tapped out at two, and this man not only damaged his ribs, but Brock Lesnar also snapped out his shoulder, gave him one of the one a really bad injury, like this man was crying, yo, it's out, it's out. Like it's out. Obviously, he was talking about his, you know, his shoulder because he, it, like, his shoulder was kind of like out of socket, like, and like this man literally bent his arm all the way back and popped out his shoulder. That's how bad this man was crying out of pain. I literally thought the match was over. I literally thought that Brock Lesnar was literally gonna, you know, 
make like Roman Reigns tap out. But obviously, Paul Heyman pushed pushed the rope to a Roman Reigns so he can grab grab the rope. The ref didn't see it see it, so kind of made the made the whole match really good too. Um, he, yeah, he. You can tell from the camera angle that he was hurting for real bad, and his like his arm slash shoulder injury was really bad too. So, you know, for for them to wrap up the match quickly, the man basically just gave Brock Lesnar a, a quick spear and then pinned him one, two, three. Because I like, yeah, there was like 15 minutes left in the whole pay per view. But um, honestly, they had to end the match early because he did have a life-threatening injury. And honestly, even though even though uh, Roman Reigns did pin Brock Lesnar to become the U, the new undisputed unified world heavyweight universal champion, um, he did get a big, huge injury, and we don't know what the you know what it is now because. He did, like, you know, he was struggling to hold up both the titles, and he did eventually get his uh, left arm uh, left arm up, like, holding the universal title. But it, he, you could tell that he was in a lot of pain. Like, he was definitely in a lot of pain. Um, and it was, I don't know how serious his injury is. I don't know if he's going to have to do surgery on it. I hope not. But, you know, I hope it's probably just a muscle pull or a muscle strain, something like that along that lines. Um, but overall, it was a good match. The match was hella good. Just the ending was a little bit lackluster because it just took him one spear and he was done with. Um, but overall, I wanted Roman to win. Even though, you know, even though it's basically telling that it's and it's basically the end of like Brock, uh, not Brock Lesnar, but it's the end of an era with Brock Lesnar and starting a new one with Roman Reigns becoming, you know, your new, you know, like undisputed champion, and now has to do, basically, you know, we, now he's since he's undisputed champion, walking with both titles, and this man is, you know. Yeah, they're giving basically Mr. McMahon is giving like like Roman Reigns the push that he needs and deserves finally. And this man hasn't hasn't lost hasn't lost a match since 2019. And this this version of Roman Reigns is the best version of Roman Reigns we have ever seen. And this man is probably not gonna lose a title match. Well, he's not even gonna lose a match probably till sometime next year. That's the way it's going. And honestly, um, I, you know, I do love the match overall. I fuck with it heavy. And, you know, overall, overall, like, the match was, was a really solid match. It was a really good match. But congratulations on um, Roman Reigns becoming your new reigning defended Undisputed champion of the world, Roman Reigns. So, and now all you got to do is acknowledge him. The, the, like, 
the man, you know, the man basically just now is now done with Brock Lesnar. The you know the whole rivalry is over. So, hey, so now the bloodline is still on top of WWE overall, and Roman Reigns is the top star in WWE too. So this man is unstoppable, honestly. I feel like the next person or one of the next people that he's probably going to face is, is, in my opinion, will probably be Cody Rhodes. And honestly, I would love to see that between, you know, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes versus the, tri- the Tribal Chief, um, Roman Reigns. And I and I fuck with it heavy, and I'm down to see it and see what happens, honestly. But overall... WrestleMania 38 as a whole was very, very good. It was solid and it exceeded my expectations. We, I, we, I really thought that WrestleMania was gonna be like another, maybe like decent, like uh, pay per view, but no, this, this exceeded my expectations by a long shot. Same thing goes with Justice. This exceeded her expectations of a WrestleMania by a long shot. And this turned out to be one of the best WrestleManias we had in a good amount of years. Like, it, it, like honestly, it is way better, it was way better than uh, WrestleMania 37. WrestleMania 37 was solid. It was a solid pay-per-view, but WrestleMania 38 took the cake in a matter of years. It did. Like, it did take a, like, a while for WWE to get a good amount of matches. Uh, or basically had like a WrestleMania as good as WrestleMania 38, and it basically came and it delivered. All the matches were solid. That like out of both night one and night two, there was um, there was only two squash matches, but everything else, all the matches was really solid and really good, and they lived up to its hype. But my top three on for night one was number three it was um bianca belair versus becky lynch for the raw women's championship number two it was it was um stone cold steve austin versus kevin owens the no hold bars match and number one cody rhodes versus seth rollins and I know Justice is, you know, can't say no because that's also probably her like main three as well too. Honestly, night night one was a banger. Night one was a banger of a pay per view just for that ma- just for that night alone. Like that was solid as hell. Like that lived up to its expectations. And also for night two, my top three for night two was um. At number three, it was um, the triple threat match for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Uh, RK Bro, Alpha Academy, and Street Profits at number three. Pat McAfee versus uh, Austin Theory for number two. And um, at number one, uh, definitely the... Definitely the undis, you know, undisputed championship match against Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. 
obviously Justice probably maybe like have a little bit different with the matches for night two, but overall it was a solid, solid pay per view. Honestly, if I had to give this out of ten, this like easily I would give it eight point five out of ten. That's how good WrestleMania thirty eight was, and it delivered and it lived up to its hype and its expectations. Honestly, overall, with the whole pay-per-view, I mean, yeah, there are some, and there are some matches that there was like, it was okay, but it, they hit it on the nail correctly, and WrestleMania and WWE overall did something right and made, and finally made a good pay-per-view match. No, not, not give a pay-per-view match, but a, a good pay-per-view match showing basically and in texas is anything in dallas texas most importantly or arbenton texas actually but still near dallas but overall that's my take and also justice's take on wrestlemania 38 i know she's probably like you know you're probably wondering where is justice she's probably currently sleeping because, like, she's tired and honestly, which I understand. But overall, that's our take on WrestleMania 38. Um, like, their next WrestleMania, I heard, isn't going to be in Hollywood next year. So um, I wonder, you know, how, you know, how that will be. I don't know if it will be two nights like it was in doubt, like this was past, you know, WrestleMania 38. This past weekend, but if it is two nights, I hope is it it's as good and you know as WrestleMania 38 because I I want I want basically every WrestleMania to be just like WrestleMania 38, honestly, to have the same amount of hype and also the same amount of expectations exceeding your expectations to the fullest, honestly. But that wraps it up for, for tonight's episode. Thank you for everybody for tuning and listening to our thoughts and opinions on, you know, and our review about the whole, about WrestleMania 38. This is the host of Organized Mess, Antoine TV2, with my close and special guests and the homie, Justice. And we out, y'all. Peace.